Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> coming to you live from Scenic, the basement at ICN Studios in Brooklyn. That's what we're calling this place, right? Okay. I am Jana Jefferson, and this is the And Friends podcast. So every other week, uh, me and a new guest host each time are going to discuss the latest news in pop culture, the industry, life, and much more. And today's guest is none other than the illustrious and pretty and super talented Shaniqua Golding. Illustrious. From Vibe Magazine. Wow. And Vibe.com. That's a really big word. I like, well, you'd always do like the words of the day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I just want to make sure that like I get on your level (laughs) for like words. Yeah. No, like sometimes I sit at your desk and I'm like, there's so many like post-it notes and stuff. And some of them are like the words of the day. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to like make sure I get a good one for like Shaniqua. So how are you today? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm like rested. We got a day off for Beyonce's birthday yesterday. So like I'm feeling pretty good. This girl. (laughs) This girl. (laughs) So I'm feeling like very energized. Mm Mm-hmm. How was your um, Beyonce birthday? <laughs> my September 4th. <laughs> my Labor Day was chill. My Labor Day was chill. I bought a new plant. I'm into plants. I bought a new plant, uh, a calla lily that I named Lily Clinton. Nice. Now, now, what does a calla lily like look like? I don't even know how to describe it. It's is it like just, one of those sharp ones or is it like floppy? It's It kind of gets floppy a little, but it's um it's a very delicate plant. I named her uh, Lily Clinton because Calla Lily. Mm-hmm. But the guy at Trader Joe's gave me a free pot and his name was Clinton. Oh, even better. So yeah. it's just like all in the family. Yeah. The Clinton family. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the last time I'll discuss Beyonce. So I'm done. Like listeners, just letting you know, like she's my girl. And I also want to make sure, like, I put her in here, but not, like, a lot, like, as minimal as possible. So I want to start each episode with the Beyonce mood of the day. So you pick a Beyonce song or lyric to describe how you're feeling today. Oh, wow. Um, I'd like to say that my Beyonce mood of the day is, hmm, I think. That's a great question. Why don't you love me? Or. <laughs> or um resentment because <laughs> because niggas ain't shit <laughs> as you can see i'm really? just not in a good mood really internally i'm not in a good mood but ex- like outwardly i'm feeling great okay so i'd say like my you outward, can separate those i guess two? so yeah oh i can't i think that like the best kind of actors are the ones that disguise can. their pain right. so that's definitely me so inwardly <laughs> Inwardly, I'm that, but I guess externally, I'd say my mood is, hmm, I'm feeling very diva today. Very diva today. Yes. Oh, wow. I guess I guess my mood for the last couple days has been hello. Oh. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah, that's been my mood for the last couple days. Can you sing days. it? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not Why? going to sing it, but um, the lyrics are, you had me at hello, so okay. yeah. So that's how we're feeling. That's how I'm feeling. All right. So the first topic of the day before we get into So when we get it. Oh, my God. This is the first episode is a little rusty, so don't worry about it. So the first podcast topic of the day, Hot Tops. <laughs> hot Tops. Hot Tops. I okay. stole that from another one, but we're not going to say Hot Tops. What should we call our Hot Topics? Um, hmm. We'll just call it Hot Takes. There you go. Hot Takes. Scorching right. hot takes. Oh, and uh, shout out to Desiree Thompson. Just chilling here. She's too shy to join us on our conversation, but whatever. It's I'm here. I'm here in spirit. But she's here in spirit, I guess. So Kiki Wyatt, the singer, 
revealed in an Instagram video that oh. her husband's asking for a divorce right. because she's emotionally unstable. But meanwhile, she's eight months pregnant with their ninth child, and she also revealed over the summer that one of the children has cancer. So he's bugging. <laughs> like, what are we doing? This is this Basically, is first what are we doing? This is baby number nine. That's mm-hmm. not. This is baby number nine. Okay. Obviously, Miss Wyatt doesn't believe in birth control, and you are not <laughs> believing in um getting going to the doctor and getting get a little snip. Getting a little snip. So, so that's on both of you. Mm-hmm. Nine kids is a lot. A lot nine, of children. Nine, eight so far. Mm-hmm. Not like eight children in 2017 and under a Trump administration is a lot. A lot to de- a lot and to then deal one of those eight has cancer. Like, mm-hmm. how are you not emotionally unstable? And I, that's like. Especially like when you take when you get married and when you get married and you take a vow to like be with each other through sickness, health, thick, thin, whatever. But like that's like extremely selfish, I think, to just be like, oh, like I'm focusing on how you're feeling right now. But at the same time, like you can tell he's only focusing on how he's really feeling. He's, he's probably be overwhelmed. He's probably scared. And, and you can and you have a right to be overwhelmed and you have a right to be scared and you have a right to want to 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 want to escape a reality. But like. The reasoning just sounds stupid to me. Like she's emotionally unstable. If you are emotionally stable during this time, then I want salute to salute you. Like, I don't salute you. I really? want to question your emotional intellect. But I want to question. I, feel like like, I would salute her in a way because this is like she's strong enough to handle a lot of. This. No, I'm talking about the husband. Oh, the husband. If the oh, husband no, no, is emotionally go. stable. He, no, and absolutely not. Yeah, throw the whole husband mm-hmm. out. Throw the whole husband out, y'all. Absolutely, like just that's disrespectful sad. That and very sad. sad. And is- she did it all on Instagram, and that's like another reason, like why I brought this up. Because, like, do you think it's right to put it all out there on social media when these are like very private matters? Uh, uh, Tracy G from Swain the Morning, mm-hmm. former vibe writer, ah. former vibe writer, so we can <laughs> shout her out. She wrote a story a while ago, and she said transparency is the new privacy. Mm-hmm. That was a line she had, and. In this day and age, if you can keep anything private, go for it. But a lot of people use social media, sometimes myself included, as a way to vent Mm -hmm. and to get out. And especially as minorities, we have always, always not been heard. And and I think if the person closest to her is saying that she's emotionally unstable, Mm -hmm. and I think she probably wanted some sort of, girl, you're not emotionally unstable, or some kind of uh, validation from from her fans. But the thing with social media is like, it's kind of like telling your girlfriend, like, oh my God, this is what he did to me. And your girlfriend's pissed. And then y'all get mm-hmm. back together. But your girlfriend still remember. That's, <laughs> that's how social media is. Social media is a girlfriend that still remembers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to pick and choose your battles. I, I wish them the best, but. This sounds like just a very sticky situation. It sounds very sticky and selfish on his part. Extremely selfish. Especially when like your child has cancer and you're like, oh my God. Like all these medical bills, I know like that's a it's lot gonna too. just be a lot. That's a lot. And you're gonna just be like, Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. you can do this on your own. Like I'm gonna just like step back for a little bit. I'll help mm-hmm. out when I need to like it just like it's just a lot and I really do wish them the best. Uh second hot top. Hot take. <laughs> hot take scorching oh hot scorching take. hot takes. So this is a little bit older, but it does bring out a very important question. So <laughs> Lonzo Ball <laughs> said that Na- Nas, you know, not Lonzo Ball, like the little basketball boy. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> uh, he said Nas is outdated. 
And that real hip hop is Migos and Future when he was on his family's like Facebook reality show because that's what the balls are doing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole nother story in its own. But obviously, a lot of people are upset about what Lonzo said because um, like you respect greatness. Um, Lil B cursed him, and you know how that yeah, happens. Like yeah, when, when you Lil curse, B gets a yeah, it's it's just yeah, he, like seven years of bad luck <laughs> <laughs> probably and then um Nas's manager who's also coincidentally futures manager like said him like told him basically to stop being like a head ass mm-hmm. he's like called him oatmeal face like people I, are I very g- upset about i agree this. that his face looks like oatmeal. <laughs> i do yeah like I mean, but he's still like a kid so i guess that brings up the question and an attractive kid do you chalk it up to him being young for his comments i d- um i don't i don't know Okay, so I don't like Nevadius. I don't like Future. I'm not <laughs> oh, no. Oh, retweet. Because, like, honestly. Was that a, I, was, re- was that a real life retweet? A real life retweet. <laughs> like, I'm, like, when I retweet something, when I agree, I'm going to just say retweet. Because, yeah. Because, okay. like, I, I absolutely I, co sign this movement. I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Nevadius. I don't respect anyone who disrespects women, the mother of his child. Child, exactly. Um, he is, he, I, I would like to. I, I put a lot of the responsibility for lean and drug usage on him because he puts it in the music, but he honestly does not use drugs himself. Mm-hmm. Future does not do any of these drugs. <laughs> it's such a punk. He doesn't do any <laughs> of these things. But Future and Migos, they speak to this generation. Mm-hmm. They speak to them. And if you speak to them, you speak to them. I take issue with the fact that you got to put someone else down to make future amigos seem better mm-hmm. that that especially that, when they're on like completely different realms too. it's and it's two Complete different stratospheres two different spectrums of mm-hmm. hip-hop um i guess i in order for uh, which ball is it lonzo lonzo in order for lonzo to to i guess appreciate nas he, i think he has to endure certain things mm-hmm. and go through certain things and that and if he hasn't as a young black man in america mm-hmm. shout out to him because as a young black man in America, you're automatically going to go through mm-hmm. some shit that you don't even need to go through. Mm-hmm. So if he hasn't gone through anything and he can say that future and Migo speak, speak to, to him, him in a way mm-hmm. that Nas does it, he's also speaking about a certain privilege mm-hmm. that he has. When he gets older and he endures some losses, Nas will be hopefully there for him. Nas will be Nas's records that. will be the mm-hmm. one to make sense of it. And I think also like. I remember at one time, like it was actually at the office. Or I want to think of a different adjective, not illustrious, because it's just like I've used it already. <laughs> That's your word. I need a word to describe um, our editor in chief, Dayton Thomas. Oh, he's I. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, day is day is a lot of things. Day's a storyteller. He he's been doing this for twenty years. <clears throat> I'd say he's very sage like. Yeah, it's, no, absolutely. Day is very, hella very, wise. Very, So agreed. I would say that our sage, uh, uh, there was a conversation, I think it was last summer, mm-hmm. um, our sage-like editor-in-chief, Dayton Thomas of Vibe Magazine. Mm-hmm. He basically, like, he came up, he came into, like, the editors and the uh, writer's room, and he's like, guys, the interns have never heard, like, this album, that album, that album. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, can you believe that? I'm like, oh, my God, no. And then I'm like, oh, no, I can believe it. Because, like, a lot of the time, like, we kind of, like, I guess being younger, you kind of grow up listening to a different, like, era of hip-hop. So, like, you don't always go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's another thing that we have to take into consideration when talking about Lonzo Ball. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what, he was, he's like 19. Yes. So, he j- was just born. Yes, so, <laughs> he really was just born. <laughs> he was just born. So, basically, like, 
the music that he grew up listening to is completely different than the music than like a lot of like older hip hop fans listen to. So mm-hmm. maybe he's like hasn't experienced Nas yet in the way that he can like fully appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, like hip hop is to me Migos. Hip hop to me is future. Whereas if I was talking about hip hop, like the hip hop I know, like I listen to uh, Lupe and mm-hmm. Kanye growing up. Mm-hmm, so, like those mm-hmm. are the ones that I like gravitate towards. And it's different for everybody. So I think that's another thing that like we can't really push other people's like taste aside because like it's different from ours agreed but i think um w- one of the one, there are four pillars of hip-hop and one of them is moving the crowd mm-hmm. and lyricism has always been a very important part of this culture now mm-hmm. you know when it first started i was just a genre simply because they s- politics politicians weren't listening to us mm-hmm this 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 genre of music came about because we had scraps and we didn't have enough equipment mm. so we were scratching by accident that became like a thing you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying people weren't listening to us because they didn't want to hear us so lyrically we made these words rhyme to tell a story so when you say future when you say migos are your version of hip hop okay but you have to understand that storytelling is intrinsic and no matter how much technology advances there's going to come a time where you unfortunately are going to get betrayed there's Mm going to come a time when you are unfortunately going to have somebody take from you in ways that you didn't understand Mm -hmm. and future and migos at this point in the game don't reflect those real feelings Mm -hmm. the way certain artists do yeah you fuck with future you fuck with migos great cool wonderful cool (laughs) awesome cool great but you know what i'm saying like let's Let's give you some time. And they also do have like a different set of values. Like the kids today listening to music, they're like, oh, they, I just want to turn up. So this is how I like like my hip hop. It's like, I don't want to listen to that like storytelling It seems shit. like an escapism. Like, like, yeah. It seems like an escapism. And I'm not mad at them. So I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Like granted, I do like to listen to that music when I like want to go out. But sometimes I want to hear something with a little bit more substance and a little bit more of like a meaning and a feeling behind it. Enunciation. Oh, enunciation <laughs> is pronunciation. very important. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I can't, yes. I can't. Uh, I think to be honest, I can like all the mumble rappers as they say that like today, like, Oh, mumble, mumble, mumble. I can understand Lil Yachty. Like I understand. No, every I, I'm word not mad at Lil Yachty. I love Lil Yachty. Like you as know, a person. I do like Lil Yachty. <laughs> Lil Yachty's not offending anybody. Who I'm mad at is young thug because when young uh, thug wants to rap, young will. thug can mm-hmm. rap. When he's ready, he can rap. When Jeffrey is ready, he can rap. <laughs> but when he's just but like when out he here, wants to just yeah, be out here stupid. just doing I'm the thing, like, oh, he'll okay. just do cool. that thing. Yeah, I like now Lil Yachty as a musician. That's another story. Because like. He's the king of teens. He's, he's 20 now. Yeah, he is 20 now. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't be a teen anymore. But like, oh my God, his album. Like to me, just like my ears did not work. They did, with it just album. didn't work. Like it just like. It hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hard to listen to because it's just like, I know he has like the different personas. Like, he has like his Lobo persona and then it's like Lil Yachty persona. And like, one of them's a little bit more like, I guess, refined. We'll talk about actual stuff. And the other one's just like, yeah, bitch, sit on my dick. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Mm-mm. Like, it, har- it hurts to listen to. What's Homeboy's name? How do you pronounce his name? The XXX guy? Extentation? Whatever. Extension cord. Extension cord. Extension It sounds like very Spanish. Extension. It, um, like, <laughs> <laughs> I heard his album is Kendrick was telling people that they should listen to his album. To Extentations? Yeah. 
expectations expectations <laughs> and there's actually a girl on his album shiloh i don't know her last name who sounds really good i can't support him like first off he just he just mm-hmm. but i know what you mean by that yeah he's a young one too and i'm he's, like how are you guys didn't he fake his own suicide to promote his album or something like that did he really? I promise you. I promise you. Let's Google let's this. Let's consult to the Google. Let's consult to the Google. I think okay. he. I think he Did attempted to fake a suicide or fake his death to, to promote his album. Fake his death. Oh my God. Some something something he did something about his death. Extentation. This was last week. Yeah. Oh my God. How did I not hear about this? It because we don't care about him. Extentation may be trolling or possibly dead. Yeah. Something. something <laughs> what he on either earth? he either faked his death or or pretended to like have committed suicide in an attempt to promote his album now that's something i would not promote that's not something i would even support yeah but um the kids though they the just kids. love it <laughs> the kids. but the kids just love it so much the kids. Huh. are there any like rappers today like i guess in this era who you're like besides well besides kendrick and like the regulars um who are like yeah logic i love logic logic What's what's it like your favorite thing about Logic? The fact that I can hear him when he speaks. <laughs> the fact that I can hear like listen like you, I can you I can hear you when you speak. But Logic can rap. Yes, absolutely. Like Logic can rap. I actually recently watched like it was him and I think Joey Badass on like their tour bus and mm-hmm. they had like a freestyle cipher like back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like so entertaining Logic can to rap. listen to. Logic can really rap. So and I he's really like I really like Logic. And he likes Star Wars. Yeah. He's just like an average Joe and he's, I really he's, like that. He's 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 regular in today's society it seems <clears> as if everyone just wants to be like so like i'm above this i'm grand i'm ill i'm i'm fake deep and logic mm-hmm. and, and logic being logic just works yep just being himself like he's not trying to be anything he's not he's just no being i himself. dig him i dig him a lot he's super cool i think he's in the uh, top 10 on the hot 100 yeah that song time. finally cracked yeah. yes he's at and number that song nine. is super important too i think it like they said after the vma performance of I don't know the number, so mm-hmm. I can't I can't actually say it. But the one that's about um, suicide prevention, um, isn't it funny that we talk about ex extension committing fake suicide yes. and then go to logic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look completely at that. two completely different spe- like sides of the spectrum. Right, like wow. But fifty percent of calls, like I think they said that like uh, the calls to the suicide prevention hotline increased by fifty percent mm-hmm. after his performance on the VMAs. So mm-hmm. I'm like, he's doing a really good job, like educating people with this platform. And also just making bringing awareness to a cause because he said basically like he was feeling these suicidal feelings and he's like music and all this and being able to tell people mm-hmm. um, how they can get through it has also mm-hmm. like helped him like mm-hmm. kind of grow. And um, Logic has also had a rough childhood too. Mm-hmm. I heard so, about um, that. Shout out to him. Shout out to Logic for just, just being just being because it's hard. It's hard. I think lo- this episode is dedicated to Logic. <laughs> just. <laughs> For being just awesome. <laughs> yeah. We should just, I'm going to tag Logic in this and just be like, hey, Logic. <laughs> listen we to like this you. Episode. <laughs> you are important and you should be on the show. <laughs> so the last topic. The hot take. Of, oh my God. See, it's only the first episode. Like, I'm going to get used to it. Okay. But the hot takes. So 21 Savage is smitten. Oh, yeah, he is. He is smitten. Uh, is 21 Savage really 21? How no, old is he's he? 24. Okay, he's 24. Okay. We talked about this today, actually, at the office, and we're just like, that's going to be like a little confusing. He yeah. should like change it every year. <laughs> so, he, like, right now, he should be 24 Savage. <laughs> and then next year, he'll be 25 Savage. <laughs> so, he's smitten. Um, he's in love with Amber Rose, who is, I think, eight years his senior. 
Amber's like nine. She'll, she'll, she'll be, be thirty four. I think she'll be thirty four in October. Shout out to her. But he's just in love with her. He um he was videotaped singing R and B songs dedicated to her. Um, she gave him a promise ring. So my question is, uh, how long you think this is gonna last? <laughs> because I'm not really sure about um the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. I think that she's gonna end up breaking his heart, and I don't know why, but mm. I feel it. I don't know. Both Amber and Twenty One are. I don't damaged is such a harsh word. But both Amber and 21. I think they are, need each other at the space that they are right now in their lives. Yes, I agree with that. Um, so that's fine. <laughs> 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 so Amber and 21, th- th- I mean, listen, I'm happy for them. They're not hurting anybody. Oh, shout out to Wise. He just walked in and he has a Space Jam shirt. And that's my favorite movie. So hi, shout out to Wise. Hi, Wise. <laughs> in your Space Jam shirt. Um. I'm I'm not mad at um Amber and Twenty One. They're happy and they're not hurting anybody. They're minding their business. Um, I think if that's what they need from each other, then let them have it from each other. However long it lasts is however long it lasts. If it lasts two more months, good for them. Two more years, good for them. Mm-hmm. As long as it's healthy, I think. I think. I th- social I think media is the devil. Yeah. Social media. I think she needs something that, like this, like right now, because mm-hmm. she's always in these relationships that just like. I don't know. I don't know why they don't end up working. But at first you're like, oh, like Amber's happy and I like it. And then like something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I remember she was with like old boy from like Dancing with the Stars for mm-hmm. like a little bit. And I thought that was going to work. And then like out of nowhere she's like, nah, nah, fuck us. And I'm like, but why? Like I'm kind of hoping that like this lasts for a little bit longer. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never met Amber Rose. I really enjoy <laughs> her though. She's so pretty. Oh my God. She I saw is her gorgeous. at the VMAs last year and she was like basically as close as we were and i was just like oh, no amber drooling amber is gorgeous amber is really really gorgeous but i also think that um amber isn't a woman you can quiet mm. you have to you have to like accept amber for who she is mm-hmm. what she is and where she is and i think from the outside perspective i've never met her and i know she brings her own flaws to the um relationships mm-hmm. But Kanye and and Wiz and other men, like you you can't you can't break Amber or change Amber. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of times, especially um when uh, Kanye was on the Breakfast Club and he talked about the thirty showers thing. Just you know what I'm saying? Just like he's always like I think Kanye felt responsible for bringing her to the forefront so mm-hmm. when they broke up i think kanye was like oh you're gonna go back to your little stripper ways and and like you really gotta understand like amber is uh, who she is now like mm-hmm. we we don't we aren't concerned with amber and kanye we are we're concerned with amber mm-hmm. and i think that there are a lot of men who are physically attracted to amber because she's a beautiful woman but they you, can't handle you, her actual like, you you can't handle self. amber's actual mm-hmm. self because Amber's going to be Amber. And she's very strong, like a stronger personality too. Yeah, she is a so stronger personality. I don't think that some men can handle like a wo- not not just Amber, but just like a woman with a stronger personality is just like, "Oh, I'm supposed to like kind of take a back seat to this? Like it's not just me doing the relationship and running a relationship. Like you're going to take like charge every so often." Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes like men have an issue with that. Well, and one of the reasons why I I'm in support of uh, the twenty first savage and Amber being together is because when the twenty first savage because when um the whole Black China Rob Kardashian fuckery happened can I curse I'm sorry yes girl 
Fuck it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, when that happened, uh, I, I remember uh, 21 Savage was on a podcast. I don't know the name of the podcast, it's not important. And the dudes was just like, yo, like, that's hella disrespectful. Like, Black China gonna just be in a, like, in the house that Rob is paying for with another dude. And, and 21 was just like, yo, but like, if that's your baby mom, you gonna pay for her and the child to be mm-hmm. happy. What, what that means? She's not supposed to date another person ever again? Mm-hmm. And And he was just, and 21 was just like, yo, like, you can't control a woman's life. Either you gonna pay for your baby moms to be okay or mm-hmm. not but don't think that that the money you put down means that you this have it. yeah yeah and i think when he said that it, it sounded like a certain maturity that he had that maybe the other men that she dated didn't mm-hmm. so i mean i'm happy for him like if listen why not and age man? is nothing but a number age is nothing but a number oh yeah robert oh well let's Let's not. Hmm. Let's not. Let's not. Hmm. But um, but I'm happy for Amber and I'm happy for 21. However long it lasts is however long it lasts. Do they have a couple name? Oh, that's a that's a great question because it's like Kim Ye and and um. What's Let's make it up right now. Uh, Amber Savage. Amber Savage. That sounds like a stripper name in itself. It does sound. Like a <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a good shout one! Shout out to Desiree, who's twenty one roses. Good idea. Like, twenty one roses. I like 21 that. Twenty one Oh my god, excellent! That was great. Oh my god, I saw so many things online. They're just like, oh, like since uh, twenty one's like so much younger than Amber, they're just like, oh, she'll like change his diaper and Sebastian's. So I'm like, dog, why are we doing this? Like the disrespect of. But you the also, internet. you also got to understand, there have been countless older men who've dated younger women. Mm-hmm. And it's never a problem. It's never a problem. Never a problem. That's fine. Y'all be fine. Ugh, absolutely agree. Well, that was that's been hot takes since I remember Yay! the title this time. You got that's it. That's been hot takes, and now we're gonna move on to our second part of the show, which is <clears throat> Q and A with my and friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Shaniqua is a writer at Vibe. She's been a writer forever forever so when did you decide that you like wanted to be a writer was there another job in your life like growing up that you were like hmm i think that would be cool or you're just like i'm shaniqua and i am a writer um well i grew up playing like five instruments mm-hmm. um and i and i went to school to be a musician but i never stuck with any of these instruments so when i went to school like you you have to have been fluent i guess to say in one of these instruments like piano like you can't mm-hmm. just go to college and think you're gonna be able to play the piano without having done it so i was like damn so if i can't make music i'm gonna write about people who make music mm-hmm. so that's when i decided to become a writer and the dean of my school was like a like such a huge prick and he said something to the effect of like you won't be able to do it so i, I mm-hmm. guess i finally became a writer when i was told i couldn't become a writer um that drive yeah and, and i think that's just kind of what what it what happened i graduated from college and i worked for a small paper outside of in the Chicago suburbs, mm-hmm. small, like, you know, weekly, uh, daily paper. And I learned a lot, but I hated it because mm-hmm. I just I just hated it. And then I local uh, news is a little bit more tricky. Like, I remember I had like a local news like internship throughout like in college. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, something about local news. Just like it's not as exciting. It's not it's not sexy. It's not sexy oh. at all. It's mm-hmm. absolutely not sexy. <laughs> and um, but I learned a lot. Um, But then I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. And I quit, moved back home to Queens. And I moved home in December 26. I just lied to you, y'all. I just said <laughs> <laughs> December 2010. And then I got hired in my first job in the industry, September 
2011. And yeah, I've been doing it ever since. So what is that sexiness that music writing and entertainment writing like gives you? Um, That's a great question. I, I had, like, did like a little like shoulder salsa she, move. <laughs> the, um, what is it? Uh, Lil Uzi Vert, like the shoulder The shoulders, move, like, yes. His album was number one, so shout out to him. Shout out to Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, oh my God, can I speak? Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sexiness of what, what it is. It's 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 you know what we we complain about it a lot because we deal with publicists that sometimes don't have their shit together. Shout out to the publicists that do, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's we 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 are very privileged to be able to get that access behind the rope. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Desiree in the peanut gallery, she was at the Grammys the <laughs> other day. You know what I'm saying? She was at the Grammys. You you've gone to you were at the MTV Video Music Awards last yep, year. I was there last um, year. I've interviewed several artists and I've done on camera work and to be able to talk to these people um, about their craft, it, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a privilege. It's kind of like, you're not, you're not famous adjacent, but you know, like you, you kind of, like, hey, you're kind of, you're in the room as well. And mm-hmm. that's nice too. But you know, everything has its perks and not so much perks. Do you think like your versatility um, as a writer, cause you did do like general assignment reporting and then uh, now you do like entertainment. Do you think that your versatility as a writer gives you like kind of an edge over other writers in this competitive type of field? I don't think I'm actually very versatile at all. What? I don't. I just think that if I don't like it, I'm not writing about it. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That's it. Like I just I I don't I, I don't consider myself versatile. I, the people that are versatile are the ones that you know they they do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I can't if I if I don't like Jane's album, I can't write a review about it. That's true. I have actually tried to like do reviews of albums that like after a while I'm just like I don't know if I even want to like write about this because I'm like I don't know if I like relate I don't know if I like this and it's very difficult it's very very difficult but I feel like those are the most talented ones you know and that's why I don't think I'm very versatile if I don't if I just don't dig it I can't do it or or curious Mm -hmm. I move through this world based upon curiosity and if I'm not curious about you man like no then you just stay in the corner. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> What's been your most challenging interview to date? I interviewed Sabrina Fulton, Trayvon Martin's mother. Uh, how did you like approach that? Because like, actually, that I kind of wrote this question on my computer with the hopes that you would answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you approach the interview since it was such a like a sensitive kind of topic? I was very nervous. I don't get nervous around talent. Mm-hmm. I don't get nervous around talent, um, but I was the only reason why we know who Sabrina Fulton is is because her son was shot and killed, mm-hmm. and her killer, her son's killer, is a free man. Mm-hmm. So that you going into the interview like that, it's it, you just bring that with you. Sabrina Fulton is also very no nonsense, like me. So I, that that's kind of that was easy to relate to. Mm-hmm. But um, at the time I interviewed her, it had been. Four years since, um, five years since uh, Trayvon's death, and you know the following summer was Mike Brown, and then just be kind. It kind of felt it like snowballing, like open more season, more, if it, yeah. if it, if you will. And um, I was very, I was very nervous, and I was very just like you know, if I may, or do you mind if I ask? Like just, just mm-hmm. I was, I was extra, extra polite because like you buried your son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's never you, easy. To you talk you about. you didn't drop an album. You didn't write a book that's got turned into a movie. Like you buried your son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for 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 me and, and us, I think I'm a little older than I am a little older than you. But like Trayvon Martin was kind of like an anchor for mm-hmm. us. You know what I mean? Like 
racism was always a thing, but when Trayvon happened, like, now, like ooh, it was we just can like, oh, so now. like, 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 I knew exactly where I was when I found out the verdict that he was guilty, that he was found not guilty. And I remember crying and, and I remember looking around and all the black people in the area, just, just having a sense of disappointment and knowing what was up mm-hmm. and all the white people just like, what, what, what oh, what's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? So. So Sabrina Fulton was definitely my most difficult interview. Was that the piece that you were most proud of or there was something else that was also like, yes, I did this. I wanted to do this so bad and I did it. I'm not proud of anything <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, you got to pat yourself uh, on the back. I'm not, so of so I'm not proud of any of my stories. I'm not proud of any of my stories, but Sabrina Fulton was, I was glad I got through it. So, wh- okay, so what we don't know is that Sabrina Fulton, she was supposed to be on the cover of Vibe magazine. She was mm-hmm. going to be the first non-entertainer, non-any of that on the cover of the magazine. Ever? Ever. Oof. That was the goal. Um, but we we got word from her like mid-January. And then every year that they have the Trayvon Martin Foundation dinner. And um, we were going to go down to Florida. I interviewed her over the phone. We were going to take pictures of her, turn it around. And we were going to have the story out for um, Trayvon's mother's birthday. Trayvon's birthday is February 15th. Mm-hmm. I lied to you. Trayvon's birthday is February 5th. His mother's birthday is, I want to say, the the anywhere between the 12th and the 16th Sabrina Fulton made it very adamant she does not want to honor the day her son died she was like don't drop this story then mm-hmm. so me and Daytuan Thomas the editor-in-chief of I we were rushing 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 to get the story done and we did but the day we were supposed to do the um photo shoot she didn't show up oh, I and I think this. she didn't show up because we didn't account for the the fact that Trayvon would have been 21 when mm-hmm. we did the interview. You know what I'm saying? 21 was a big age, a, a big, big mom. Year, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and we didn't, we just didn't account for the emotion that she was going through. Mm-hmm. So I felt like the story was a waste. I felt like, yo, we can't even do the story anymore. Fast forward two months or one month, Afini Shakur died. Oh, the first, the first mm-hmm. year that Sabrina Fulton had her, um, uh, she has a, I don't know what it's called, but she gets together every year women who have lost their sons or daughters to police oh, violence. Oh yeah, it's like a sort of, like a retreat. A, like a banquet, but like it's kind like, of like Yeah, a it's retreat. like a treat. Yeah. And she was like, listen, men and women grieve differently. So we women, we need to get together and we need to come together and just be with one another and love on one another because we were the ones who carried our children who have been shot and killed mm-hmm. because of police violence. And the first person, the first keynote speaker to ever speak was Afini Shakur. Mm-hmm. So, um, Daytuan again, man, I'm sorry, we gotta stop talking about this kid. Daytuan, Sage like Daytuan Thomas. Sage was like, Sage. <laughs> <laughs> Daytuan was like, yeah, we're gonna put a Feeny on the cover. And I was just like, all right. And he was like, yeah, and you're gonna write that Sabrina Fulton story. I had, I had like kind of thrown the story to the side because mm-hmm. I wrote it in February thinking it was gonna get done in February and it didn't. And we put a Feeny on the cover for a Mother's Day story. And then we, and then I had to rush and get that story done, Sabrina Fulton for mother's day it worked out but it was scary that was probably like the most nerve-wracking time it was it was very nerve-wracking and in between that i had to write another cover oh that was the same year as power wasn't it yeah it it was the same year as power talk a little bit about that that's what i'm proud about especially (laughs) since like power is like oh my god power is just the show uh okay so after (laughs) so after i after after you know we go on to florida and, and we interview sabrina fulton and she didn't show up for the um photo shoot i felt like hey like damn i wasted the, the company's money like i done flew down to florida and i don't have a story like like i felt bad and then one day day was just like listen 
He got the word. They want to do a power cover. <laughs> yo, before I ask anybody, do you want to do it? Because I was doing recaps. And I was like, yo, dad, I kind of feel like I fucked up a blunt already. You really want me to do this again? <laughs> like, you sure you want me to do this? He was like, yo, I'm just listening. We can do it. So I was like, all right. And I interviewed the cast in March. So I interviewed, listen, I interviewed Sabrina Fulton in February. Mm-hmm. Photo shoot didn't happen. I interviewed the cast in March. Okay. Afini Shakur, I believe, died in March or April. Maybe April. Maybe April. Then we dropped the Afini Shakur cover in May. The Sabrina Fulton story that I started in February finished in May. And then in June, the power story that I wrote in March is finally released. So did you take like a long nap after all of this? Because I actually think that you're Superwoman. No, I, I was, man... You know what? I think I think from that lesson, I learned that things happen when they're supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning this now as I try to get another story done <laughs> oh, <laughs> that we can't talk about. We can't about. talk about that, but it will it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen. What I'm, qualities do you think that you've learned about yourself when it comes to being a writer, like through all your experiences? I'm like a I'm like a fucking like bulldog, like. Don't not answer my question. Mm-hmm. Are you like one of the people? Who, well, I know you, they call you the militant editor. Are yeah. you also like a militant interviewer? No, I'm not a militant interviewer because it's because, man, you got to be you got a lot of people to warm up to you, man. You got a mm-hmm. lot of people to want to trust you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that people still know when they're talking to someone who is genuine and sincere and. Like, there's some people who are like, all right, so your crackhead mother that left you when you were five. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, come on. Like, 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 it's just like, let the salt, like, Yeah, you know on. what I mean? And and I also and I also am really big on building a rapport. Mm-hmm. So if I don't get that that first click from you, that first, that first big juicy quote for you, I'm going to meet you again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I interviewed the cast of Power two or three times before I actually got the interview. So when I got the interview with them, Fifth, Omari Hardwick, Joseph Kilbert, Timmy, they were all really like, hey. It was, it, mm-hmm. I didn't have to break any ice, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Oh, makes total sense. I always like to ask people, like, when I'm interviewing somebody who's, like, a little bit more, like, notarized, I like to talk to them just about their life first before I, like, actually get into it. Because, mm-hmm. like, you don't want to just be like, oh, it's another interview. I don't want to have to just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like, they've done so many interviews. interviews that and day. And they've probably, asked, like, answered the same questions. Mm-hmm. So they're like... Why do I want to talk to this girl? Why do I want to give her like the scoop on how I'm doing? Right. If I don't know her like that. Right. So that's something that I always like to do as a an interviewer as well. Is there a story that you're most interested in trying to tackle in the future? Is there a story that I'm most interested in trying to tackle in the future? There are a few. I would. I really want to tackle. Okay. So I'm. I'm Jamaican. Shout out because I am too. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jamaica. <laughs> And I want to, I really want to tackle the, um, the, the link between like black women, West Indian women and white children that they raise. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like if you go to certain affluent parts of New York city, you see a lot of, um, black nannies mm-hmm. taking care of these white children. And, <laughs> um, it's just like, on the one hand, it's like, you know, people, they need to, they need to feed themselves. They need to take care of themselves, but there's a real bond that happens with these kids mm-hmm. and these, and these nannies. And I really want to, I want to very, very close, bond. V- very, very close bond that somehow gets distorted when these children become older. Um, so I want to do a story about that. 
Um, I haven't I haven't flushed it out yet, but I want to do a story on the corner store and all that it represents. The how it's it's beloved in hip hop. The how it sometimes has been not a safe haven where you go and get your news, where where you where you build relationships with the guy behind the counter, where the guy behind the counter is making money off you and sending their kids to fucking Duke University. Mm-hmm. The cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that and um, I think I want to um, I want to do something with jail. I don't know what about jail. Just go to jail for a night. I probably want to go <laughs> to jail for like. a night. That would yeah. be quite, quite the piece. Quite the piece going to jail, but yeah. Is yes. there an interview subject you're like most interested in interviewing? Like somebody I want to really interview? Yeah. Is Harry Balafonte still on the list? Uh, he is, but y'all. Oh, God. Anyways, Harry, Harry Belafonte is really on the list. I really love him. Because he calls them Martin and Malcolm. He doesn't call them Dr. King and Malcolm X. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's Martin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's crazy to me. Oh, I so. remember that when I first came to Vibe and we were all going around like you were like ex- like everyone was like introducing themselves and you're like hi I'm Janiqua and I'm going to interview Harry Belafonte and I'm like okay and I'm like he's like he's like 93 but you know what I'm gonna get there <laughs> and it was right. like okay right cool. oh god I really oh I love him so much you've gotten pretty close a couple times I've gotten very close a couple times I've gotten very 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 close but um we'll see hopefully hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I really want to interview that I'm really um, interested in? I want to interview Janet Mock. Mm-hmm. I like Janet Mock. I know Mock. you're just reading her book. I'm reading her book now. I really like Janet Mock. And there's somebody else that I can't, it's not coming to me at the present moment. But anybody that has an interesting story, you don't have to be famous. Mm-hmm. Just anybody that's that's got a story. Anyone who's willing to share that story. Anyone too. who's willing to share that story because too. sometimes people are just like, yo, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, but like there's more layers to it. Oh, I fuck with JJ Watt too. So if JJ Watt wanted to do an interview, I really like him. That'd be really the, the, He's like six five, two hundred and eighty pounds. He's like a rhino <laughs> coming at you. Oh my god. <laughs> I just came back from um Los Angeles. It's so funny how you say that because like I can picture how big that is. He's huge. Like, we literally just got back. We went to Muscle Beach, like on Venice Beach. There was a dude, obviously has steroids in his system, but he was like six <laughs> six. Right. And then like I think if you put me sideways, that was his body. Uh, and it was like, whoa, like, oh, my God, how does this happen? But, yeah, that's a big guy. Yeah, he's a huge guy. <laughs> huge With a mother. huge heart, too. And that's all that matters, really, when you look at the bigger scope. <coughs> Go dab on. on it, dab on it. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice can you give other up-and-coming writers who are interested in doing some of the things that you do? Read everything that you can whenever you can write as often as you can, take some classes, um, um, form a community of writers, stay off of social media because social media got people thinking that ellipses are the way you end sentences. It's not. You mm-hmm. end a sentence with a period and you start a sentence with a capital letter. Don't read these long ass Instagram captions on the shade room thinking that's how you fucking write. That's not how you write at all. I read. Oh, that's <laughs> not how you read at all. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, uh, read like a writer, like pay attention to words and commas and, 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 gr- and grammar. Watch television like a writer. Listen to language and dialogue. Become observant. Don't speak so much. Listen more. Um, and um, just don't give up, man. We, we, writers are very important. We're, we're, we are the vanguard of history. <laughs> 
I agree. And I think that what I like so much about you as a writer, Shaniqua, is that, like, you meet all these people, but you don't let it, like... I, like, we talked about, like, oh, you can be like, ha hey, hey, look at me, look what I did. Mm-hmm. But you're, you don't let it, like, change you. Because we're into still do. <laughs> <laughs> because I... I I'm about to interview with Jillian Hall on Thursday. Rents is still due, honey. Maggie Jillian Hall? I'm interviewing Maggie Jillian Hall. I saw her in a play. She didn't seem very nice, but I think that you can get to her. Oh, well, she has to be. Her is still due. Who are some of your favorite writers? Who are my, some of my favorite writers? Oh, boy. I think, to be honest, I was, like, mostly into, like, book writing mm-hmm. like i wanted to be an author mm-hmm. all the time like ever since i was little i wanted to be an author but then i realized that i don't have the patience to write a book <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm like eh, i don't know if i want to be a, a book writer so i think in like eighth grade i started looking up to like television journalists mm-hmm. like i loved 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 katie couric for like the longest time mm-hmm. and i really liked um i liked the ones who like took the time to actually like i i i feel like when I was looking at television journalists, because I always wanted to be, like, on the news, too. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that don't, like, you. Know, I know you're not supposed to, like, show emotion all the time when you're a journalist. But I like the ones that kind of, like, show that you can still be human and still try to get the story. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked, I liked Anderson Cooper a lot. Mm-hmm. Because he's not afraid to be, like, this is bullshit, mm. but I'm going to give you the story. <laughs> so, like, I really, I like him. But as for writers, writers, I did like the ones that I looked up to in Vibe. Which is like why it's so cool that I'm actually there. Yay. <laughs> like I like them. I like Keith. Keith? <laughs> yeah. You should get him on the show. That'd be so cool. <laughs> you know my <laughs> My dad actually texted me today. He's just like, Is the editor in chief at your uh, at Vibe Keith Murphy? I'm like, No, but I wish he was <laughs> That'd be so cool. Oh my God. Oh, Shaniqua, you're so cool. I wish I was you. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, no, I- you don't. Why not? Uh, I'm, I think a lot. I think a lot, a lot, like way too much. Like I, I, you think I, that's a Gemini thing. It's a Gemini thing because I know a lot of Gemini's that overthink. I overthink everything. I overanalyze everything. Um, <laughs> my good friend today told me to like go with the flow. Okay. Let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you guys a question. What does it mean when a certain person always looks at your Instagram stories? trying to get it what does that mean let me what does that mean <laughs> a okay. certain person like now are okay, you so romantically linked to this certain person i am not romantically linked to this certain so person if, the cer- if a certain person maybe he's just interested in your life and he thinks that you have a lot of good things to say that maybe it's an algorithm thing i think it's an algorithm it's al- it could be an algorithm right the says it's an algorithm it's a, it could be an algorithm <laughs> thing um because <laughs> i'm into desiree on instagram and i don't see her shit at all. I don't see... I don't like the new algorithms on Instagram at all. Yeah. I wish that it was just in order. Yeah, just, yeah. Because, like, it always... Like, my Instagram, like, if I went on right now, it would probably show me selfies. I don't like selfies. <laughs> like, I saw something. It was like, if I like your selfie, it's probably because you look good for you. And I'm like, oh, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Because it's just like, everyone's posting selfies. Like, I just, like, I think that if someone is looking at your story and it's the same person and now it's the same person that says it like he sees it first or it yes. pops up first. He sees it first. Maybe he's just interested in what you have to say. Maybe he likes you. Are they cute? You have a brother? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to, and we end there. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I like them, but you know, that's just that. When's the last time you were in like a nice serious relationship? Oh, what year is this? 2017. 2010. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been 7 years. What do you look for in a guy? This is going to sound like arrogant. Mhm. And it, it, and it, it and if someone says it's arrogant, I get it. But you can't just be good. You can't just be a good guy. Mm-hmm. You can't just be a fun guy. You can't just be a smart guy. You have to be fascinating. There's got to be more than one adjective, a one-syllable adjective to describe you. Like you, you have to be fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm fascinating. You got to be I fascinating. Agree. You have to be fascinating. And I oftentimes, like, I, I'm a writer, so if I'm not asking you questions, I'm not interested You're not in you. You're not very interesting to talk I'm to. I'm not interested mm-hmm. in you. So you have to be fascinating and and fascinating can come in all different forms. Mm-hmm. Fascinating doesn't mean college educated. Fascinating doesn't necessarily mean you don't have a child. Fascinating mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that you don't you know you don't have a car. I'm not saying that, but you just have to be fascinating. And I know fascinating when I see it. Sometimes it'll just like sometimes they just come out of nowhere and you're like, Oh, this is like something special. I like a challenge when it comes to certain guys. I don't. I don't know if I like a. Cha- uh, I don't know if I like a challenge. I don't want you to be challenging. I don't want you to be boring. Mm. I don't want you to be boring. Um, I. Um, yeah, I don't want you to be boring. I want you to be fascinating. And I w- and I want you to be smart. My one requirement is you must read books. That's important. Like I'm not. I'm not fucking with you if you don't read books. Like real books. And don't say not not the alchemist or not <laughs> no because niggas that don't read books say their favorite book is the alchemist. That's what the they say. Default book. It's the default book. Forty eight laws of power. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's like. another one I've heard before. Right. That's uh, the forty eight laws of power, and this is like no, I'm talking about like real books, real real books with character development and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you just have to be fascinating, not challenging, boring, not boring. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know what? It'll happen. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or <laughs> or not. And if it doesn't, it's fine too. I'm still whole. Yeah. Like the best type of person who's single is the type that like they can be fine on their own. Yeah. And I feel like I'm I actually just got out of a four year relationship. I know. Uh, yeah. It's rough. Uh, yeah. But basically like I I'm fine either way because I'm just like I've I feel like I've Jaina's been Jaina since Jaina was like three. Okay. <laughs> like I've been myself. I've known myself. So I'm just like, I'm cool by myself. It does get lonely because mm-hmm. I don't have like that one person to talk to. But at the same time, like I'm still cool. I can do things by myself. Like I can't like, I can't with the girls like after they break up with someone, they're just like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, you do. You just don't have someone to kiss you. It's going to be all right. Like, you just go to the museum. <laughs> go do something fun. Take yourself out on it. Like, I took myself out on so many dates this summer. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I went, like, there were some days where I'm just like, eh, I don't want to stay a vibe. So I just went to the museum. Went to the museum. I took myself on food dates. I, like, I just, like, did things that I knew that I would enjoy. And I didn't need to take have someone take me there. I could just do it myself because I just know what I like. No one's gonna love you more than you love you. So I just did it. Do you miss him? Hmm. I do. I'm not gonna lie about it. 
But right now, it's just not going to work, basically. Are you good at accepting things? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that, like, when people tell me things I don't want to hear, I end up getting very, like, childish and mm-hmm. annoying. I think mm-hmm. that's a Leo trait. Mm-hmm. But um, I've always tried to work on that. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes, like, I need to know how to do that like i need to i think i still need to learn how to do that i'm not good at accepting things like it it's uh i feel like when i when i'm done with something then i'm like okay okay right cool. right right right. but if i'm not done yet right and i still i feel like there's still like a story to be told and there's right. still like history to be made there then no i'm not okay with accepting things mm-hmm. but i think that i think with this situation i think there's still stuff that needs to be done but at the same time, I think it's best right now if we're just like, we stay away from each other for a little bit, don't speak to each other. And I think when he's ready to talk, then we can talk. But as of right now, like, I don't want to be the one that's doing all the talking. So I think that's what needs to be done. Just like, I'll wait. I'll just be here. Like, I'll go to the museum again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I also did a lot of eating. Like, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to get, like, Rihanna thick. Like, that's, like, been my... Shaniqua, oh don't look at me like that. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Like it's like actually my goal. Like I want to know like what she did. And some people are like, no, it's surgery. I'm like, no. Sometimes your body just changes. No, your and body I does think change. Her body just changed. Cause like it started to change a little bit last year, and now it's like this is like her final form. Like she's evolved. Like she's like the rarest Pikachu now. Like she's a Pokemon who's evolved fully. So that's what you want to do. You yes. want to be Rihanna thick. That's like literally my goal. You know how much I ate? I went to California last week, guys. Oh my god, I ate everything in sight. Mm-hmm. Everything. I think I had soul food like five times this past week. No, it's fine though. It's soul food. It was like so it's good. fine. It's oh soul my food. god, I had, I had soul food yesterday. I had what I have. I had. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a food and like we went to a wine tasting like event for Beyonce's birthday, <laughs> and. They had all kinds of food there, and I'm like, "Ooh, soul food!" And I just ran right there, and I'm like, "I'm gonna have this." And I think I had, I think I had soul food like four or five times in the past week. And I'm like, "This is me now. This is how I'm going to live my life." Do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Gotta get Rihanna thick. Gotta get the hips. Gonna be cute. Picture like short little me, like Rihanna thick. Oh my god. Why do you think women are obsessed with being thick nowadays? I think it's because of what they see on Instagram, but. Those bodies are not always real, so it's, like, an unattainable kind of thing. I think, like, obviously I eat bad things in moderation. Like, you don't, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to eat badly all the time to get thick because you have to be smart about it. Like, I do go to the gym. I still do eat, like, salads and stuff. But for the most part, I'm, I'm still going to imbibe in the foods because, like, I'm young and I'd like to eat them. Go right ahead. But I think that women are obsessed with being thick because that's what they see, um, I guess, with some of the ro- the quote-unquote role models that they see on instagram like oh kylie jenner's thick even though she's not thick like that's like what kylie they see jenner. and they're like this is what i want to be like because they look people boys look at them guys look at them and they say they're beautiful but it's like but we know the truth but i think that's like kind of what they see and they're like i want to do that it used to be all about being like real thin mm-hmm. and now they're like that's gross so mm-hmm. i'm like no like you can be whatever you want to be you can you really can but um, I think I'm always going to have, like, I've always had a butt. So, like, it's going to be there regardless of what I eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I'm going to just enjoy my my time by myself doing things that I like. I think I'm also going to get a cat. 
what? And now we're here. You're getting a cat. <laughs> I'm talking. Well, we were talking about things that I would do, like yes, in my new. What are you gonna life. name your cat? I don't know. I don't know um, if I want a boy or a cat or a girl cat yet. So this guy that I like, I told him to send me a nude. Okay. And then he was just like, "All right, s- show me your work, and I'll show you what I'm working with." And I sent him a photo of a cat taking a selfie. <laughs> You want to see this pussy? Here you go. I said to my cat taking a <laughs> selfie. He's not talking to he me. He didn't now. talk to you again? <laughs> oh. He's like, no, he said incredible. That it was funny. <laughs> and then he stopped talking to me. And then he stopped talking to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, for, for me, like, I, I divide my time between New York and New Jersey. And my sister's at school. It's just her and I. And she's at school, obviously. So, like, I'm lonely. I'm, like, mm-hmm. by myself in that house. So, I'm, like, I want something to keep me company. Hence why I'm going to probably get a cat. Um, I think they're cute. They're soft. I just want to get one that uh, doesn't make me break out in hives. Um, so I need to probably get like a naked one, which I'm scared of. There's hypoallergenic ones with fur, but for the most part, like if you really don't want to get sick, the, the naked ones are probably the way to oh, go. That's so I'm like, I might just have to grin and bear it and like see what happens. But the naked ones are just like undesirable. Yeah, it's undesirable. Absolutely. Sorry. It's going to be all right. It is. All right. I think. I think that's all for my interview with you. Okay, babe. We like jumped all around with us. We did, but that's not, but that's that's fine. That's the point of a podcast to just talk and just have people listen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So closing statements. Is this the part where I say my? This (laughs) is, this is going to be the closing statements every, uh, every other week for the show are basically going to be unpopular opinions. So you can start with your unpopular opinion to close out the show. I'll say mine and then uh, we'll just we'll s- be on our merry way and I'll see what soul food is in the area. Yeah, so I, I, I am hungry. Some- I do. I am hungry. Um, I don't think ASAP Rocky's cute. What? I don't. I don't think he's well, cute. Okay, So what is what about it? What about him? I just don't think I'm looking at him physically and I look at him. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't see it. And this is this is irrelevant of the things that he says because he says mm-hmm. a lot of fuck shit. But I don't think he's cute. Oh, man. See, like, I was actually just talking about how handsome ASAP Rocky was the other day. Nope. Because we saw, where, what were we watching? I think we were watching some music video, and I'm just like, oh, he's so fine. And I'm like, but no. he just, like, when he speaks, it turns me off. No, I just but don't. But his no. face is just like, oh, No, I just man. don't see it. I'm sorry. <sighs> he's got such a nice face, though. I don't see the nice face. I don't see it. <laughs> I just don't. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen the meme? Okay. <laughs> it's a meme that comes out every Christmas, basically. And they say that uh, ASAP Rocky looks like the little girl from the Polar Express. Oh, no. I did not <laughs> see it. That's horrible. And it comes out every Christmas. And every year I laugh like I've never seen it before. <laughs> and it's so funny every single year. But, oh, I oh, ASAP Rocky is so handsome. Nope. Can't say I agree. Oh. But, you know, it's my unpopular opinion. What's your unpopular opinion? I think you might agree with it, but <coughs> summer sucks. Yeah, summer uh, is really like the fucking summer worst. Summer is the worst holiday. See, summer completely. is. Season? I mean, holiday season. Summer is season? definitely the worst season. <laughs> Fall is absolutely divine. Did they hear it in the microphones? Like, right, okay. Here. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just high five because it's true. Yeah. Um, Fall so is. So I don't like summer because um, I get I have to sweat hereditary gene. So, your sweat glands are just—they get active. Is that what it is? Like summer is like the absolute worst for a sweaty person like myself, because like 
You can't go anywhere without being hot. And especially in the city, like, and the, there's nowhere to run. New York hide. City is a city of scents. Yes. And you smell it in, oh in the summer. I feel like this summer was probably one of the worst ones. It's just... It's, Scents-wise. It's just bad. It's like piss and... Garbage. Garbage. And then there's the rat taking care of his four turtle sons. <laughs> In the subway. Track. In the subway. It's just, it's just, ugh, near, no. It's but, just like, ugh. But I love the fall because the colors. That's what I like about the fall. And the crispness in the air. You know what's very, like, it's morbid yet beautiful? Fall is everything dying. So it's like, this is what everything, how beautiful life is before it's, like, taken away for these it trees. It is. It and is. And it's really beautiful to but, me. But fall and, 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 and spring are real are beautiful indications of you know you can let things die and beautiful things come about now i like spring for that idea but i don't like spring because my allergies come back oh and they are i'm just out here looking all kinds of high on the claritin (laughs) (laughs) like it's just a mess now do you have like all season allergies i don't know what i I was fucked up for a few (laughs) days i was like and i didn't even like and i was blowing my nose and it was just it was just I, i don't know I don't know if it's all year round or if it's like sometimes fall, maybe spring, but I was fucked up. My springs are always worse. Like I have like something called rhinitis. So it's like stuffy noses, but like stuffy noses like to the extreme. Like my sinus, like the, like my airways like get swollen and I like can't breathe at all. Like I have to like, I look like, um, The kid from um, Hey Arnold who always like punchy's always like breathing in the like in her ear. It's basically me like all spring. Um, but it, it I think this spring was this spring wasn't that bad. I was fucked for up. Me. I was fucked up in August. Uh, I remember you like went to like the doctor, didn't you? Did or I you go were... to the doctor? No, I was home blowing my nose out. I saw your Instagram story and you're like, guys, <laughs> help me. It was, it was bad. It was really bad. It was, yeah. But yeah, summer sucks because of the sweating. Um, the it's sense. also the scents. Um, the chub rub. Do you get chub rub? What's the chub rub? Chub rub is when you have thicker thighs and they rub together and oh leave marks. Oh my God, And dude. it's like, honestly, like someone put like oh. hell on your thighs. No, it's not even that. Like I Chub can't... rub is not a, it's not a fake thing. It's a real thing. Look I was up. walking in the <laughs> office today and I heard my thighs hitting each other. I was like, the fuck <laughs> is this? Like, get it together, Shaniqua. Come on, thighs. Come on, Come thighs. On, thighs. Or and then when, you know, you wear some jeans and then the the thighs it's like they don't line up and no 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 no. you have a hole and because your thighs are so thick and you you get a hole in your jeans no oh no i actually (laughs) i actually wore leggings the other day like the right there like yeah that's always where my jeans like and like whenever i need to throw away my jeans that's always where it happens i actually have a pair of leggings that i refuse to throw out even though they have holes there Mm mm-hmm Cause like they're so comfortable. They are comfortable, and I'm, I'm just like, like who I'll, else gonna say this? Exactly. I'm right. just like, I'll just pull my le- like my leggings all the way up to like my nipples, <laughs> and then no one will see the holes because they're like all the way up. Right. It's no big deal. Yeah, the chub rubs is chub really- rub is awful. Ugh. This summer has been rough because like I didn't go to the gym like all August. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it. Good. So I didn't. Um, I substituted the gym for soul food. So I went to, uh, I didn't go to the gym. So like my thighs obviously got a little like bigger since I hadn't been toning them. Mm -hmm. So when I was in California last week, it honestly felt like it, it was like the worst pain I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And then you get like irritation and it's like, okay, now I have to go to the gym because like the chub rub is starting to get like a lot. I was, I heard 
my thighs smacking each other. I'm just like, <laughs> come on. Like, the fuck, really? This, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> Going to a 10 a.m. meeting, yeah, it was bad. Uh, and there's like, and another thing about summer, it's like, there's no way to cool down unless you have like air conditioning i also hate air pool. conditioning why i just feel like it's just always like i feel like pe- like the mta's like air conditioned rapists yeah it's just like way it's too excessive. really aggressive it's, on the it's trains. just like, like it's extremely just aggressive on the trains to the point where like i don't want to have like hard nipples in the summer because i'm okay of the with trains. that because the boys be looking honey i'll be like <laughs> because yeah. the boys be checking <laughs> 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 I am okay with that. But it's just like, but then there's, there's two different temperatures because you go on the train in August and it feels like it's January. Then you come off the train and then you have this, you're freezing or you wear a jacket and you're sweating under your arm because you're mm-hmm. walking. It's just a lot. Hmm. What else is about summer that I just don't like? I like the idea of summer. Like I like that. Like oh, I like, like summer at night. Oh, yes. Very comfortable temperature. Sometimes. Sometimes it's still a little muggy. Yeah. And it's like, I can't Like after outside. seven o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm good. But I do, what I do like about summer though, I like, the like kind of longer hours like i like how it gets dark at like nine right because at four o'clock come like fall mm-hmm. it's midnight i'm not looking forward to that especially because like it's creepy in here sometimes you know like it is new creepy york. new york and, city like, is creepy you don't want to be leaving your office like it's a decent time to leave your office but it's also a decent time for predators so, like, <laughs> i'm not looking forward to that but shaniqua it's been a pleasure high five close to the mic one more time close to the mic high one. five Two, three, three. Close mic, high five. <laughs> we had a pleasant time. Also, shout out to Shaniqua just for being the MVP in general. If I told you the like what I've been through today, <laughs> first of all, I had since it's called and friends, and I don't have like an actual like host. It's just me and, and my and friends. Um, my, my first and friend, um, she was unable to do it. She was set, and then um, turns out she actually, I think she might have had a family emergency, so it wasn't going to work out this time. Then I had another and friend who actually, like, forgot <laughs> that he was supposed to be my friend today. Um, so I was like, oh, are you coming? He's like, oh, that's today? And I'm like, dog. So it was like we had three hours, three hours before we were supposed to be here, and I'm like, I don't have a friend. I need a friend. And Desiree, I'm like, hey, Desiree, you want to be my friend? And she's like, no, no I need I need more. I need more time to prepare to be a friend. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, then, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like I'm asking literally like I have like a list of people who are going to be my friends who I'm like hoping to reach out to be my friend. Um, the one that I was reaching like I reached out to. She's like, oh, like I got out of 630. I'm like, oh, OK, we shoot it like we like uh, record at six. So like that's not going to work out. And then I asked, like, someone else. I, I asked someone also from the Vibe Tribe. And she's like, oh, I work the night shift. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how is this going to work? And she's like, how about you ask Shaniqua? And I'm like, Shaniqua's a good talker. She's a great Shaniqua's a good talker. That's what that's what Desiree sounds like. So I'm like, oh, my God. So we were at, like, the cute little restaurant that gives you, like, $1 food. Oh, yay, $1 food. How much did it cost? Today it cost me. I oh, think, mine was mine was three fifty. Yours was three fifty. Today I think mine cost like maybe three sixty or something like that. But it was so <laughs> gives good. you one dollar food. <laughs> yeah, like oh my gosh! Shout out to the I don't. What is the name of that place? Don't you don't need to shout oh, out. Oh, okay. Um, it's a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> so shout out to sh- it's a secret. Right. Because, um, <laughs> at three o'clock every day. Yeah. They give you like food you half off half off food and it's a buffet so you can get as much as you want and it'll cost you like literally half off. Uh, 
three fifty. A dime and like a macaroni art. Like it's like <laughs> super cheap. Not macaroni art. <laughs> <laughs> it's like super cheap. So like we were there and she's like, How about you ask Janiqua? I'm like, Oh my god. So here you are. And yeah. it's just been oh, thank God. No problem. Ooh, I was not gonna go out like that. <laughs> it's not no doing problem. that today. No problem. Absolutely. So tune in next time. Can I tell you my two favorite writers real quick? Oh, absolutely. James Baldwin and Andre Benjamin. Andre Benjamin. I was actually thinking about how important he is. And I feel like he's a little like, I don't know. Weird, yeah. He doesn't get the props. No, Andre Benjamin does. I don't, maybe it's the people we don't, I I, I know Desiree. No, but no, Andre Benjamin does. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> I know, know anyone who doesn't love Outkast. <laughs> Just for music. Just I think I would, yeah like in the like in his actual like yeah. artistry okay mm-hmm. I think that's what I meant but I was thinking about that the other day I'm like yeah he's like super special and I yeah. feel like he needs like he needs all the props all the time but Andre Benjamin James Arthur Baldwin are my two favorites so shout out to James Baldwin Baldwin Andre three thousand slash Andre Benjamin mm-hmm. um who else uh, Twenty One Savage for being woke shout Logic. out to Logic for being shout out everything to Logic. shout out to Logic um. Shout out to who else? Uh, that's it. Because we're not going to shout out Kiki Wyatt's whack-ass husband right now. No, we're he not can kick him rocks. Out. He can. Um, and that's it. And fuck Donald Trump. Always. Just off GP. Just because. Like, I just think that's off how I'm going to like sign off every episode. Fuck just Donald fuck Trump. fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. All right. Listen to me Um, next. Not next time. Uh, not. Uh, no, not next time. Th- well, next time. Yeah. Next time. Not <laughs> this coming week, but the week after. There's going to be another friend we're gonna hear discuss all the um the flim flam of the fuckery the foolery and the flim flam yes, of the week of the week so don't miss it subscribe on uh what is it apple subscribe on the podcast app it's gonna be lit so don't forget about me and <laughs> have an awesome week guys thank you bye, bye.